$100 MBA show where a better you equals a better business. That's why we deliver daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started with my co-founder back in 2014. And in today's episode, you will learn my best tips when it comes to being interviewed on a podcast. Being a guest on a podcast is one of the best ways to build your audience, build trust with that audience, become an authority in your niche, improve your communication skills, and so much more. Literally hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there rely on guests to have a show. So it's a win-win for you and the podcast itself. But how do you get on these podcasts? And once you secure an interview, how do you make sure that you absolutely crush it? That you are the best interview that podcast has ever had? That's exactly my goal when I'm interviewed for a podcast. I'm going to show you exactly how to do it yourself, how to show up as your best self and be the talk of that community. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Start Your First Online Business, my all new 10-part audio course on Himalaya Learning. This is a course that's going to get you from zero to one. It's going to get you from thinking about your business to actually launching that business, getting it out of your head and into the real world. We cover things like validating your idea, creating your first product, pricing it, marketing it, financing your business, even creating your business website and more. Check it out at Himalaya.com slash MBA and use code MBA to get a 14-day free trial. Again, that's Himalaya.com slash MBA, promo code MBA. Doing well in a podcast interview has so many benefits, so many that you can't even quantify when that episode publishes, those listeners talk about it if you do well. They share it on social. You become like mini viral. And therefore, the host loves the fact that this is happening. So they share your episode even more with their audience. They might even bring you on again as a guest later on in the year. But this doesn't happen by accident. When you're on a podcast interview, you got to make sure you perform well. I'm going to show you how to prepare for one so you can differentiate yourself from the other guests, stand out, and be incredibly valuable to that audience. But before we get into that, how do you actually get on these podcasts as an interview or as an interviewee, I should say? There are many ways a lot of people attempt to do this. They hire an agency to reach out to different podcasts to get them as a guest. They get their VA to reach out to other podcasts to say, hey, my boss would be great for your show. I've tried both of them. I'm here to tell you that they're not that effective. They actually don't convert very highly. The best way is to reach out yourself, actually. I know it doesn't scale. I know it's a lot of work. But in my experience, when I reach out personally to the actual podcast hosts, the likelihood of me getting a yes is far greater than if I got somebody else to do it for me. It also allows me to build a rapport and relationship before we even get on the show. So the first step I do is I make a list of all the podcasts that I think I can add value to in my topic of expertise, business, entrepreneurship, career, marketing, whatever it is. And I literally list all the podcasts ranked from the top ranking podcast all the way to maybe the podcast that is ranked number 200 for that genre or for that category. And I just work my way up. I literally go to the website for that podcast, find a contact or an email and reach out to the host. This is a numbers game. If you reach out to 10 podcasts every week, there's a good chance you're going to get some yeses. 
you might get more no's than yeses, but you'll still have yeses. And it gets easier over time because once you get on a few podcasts, you can use those podcast episodes to show the host, hey, I could deliver the goods. I'm actually pretty good at what I do. Now, once I get a yes from the host, there's a few things I do that are critical for me to perform well on the actual podcast, to prepare to perform well. You can't just wing it. You can't just show up and say, hey, I know my stuff. I'm going to know how to perform. It's not about you knowing your stuff. It's you knowing how to deliver the information you have. And the more you prepare, the better you're going to be, the more comfortable you're going to be, the easier it is for you to actually deliver great value. So the first thing I do is I go to the podcast and I listen to a few episodes. Don't get lazy. Don't try to skip this step. Do while you're at the gym or going for a walk commuting. Get a feeling of the vibe of the show, how the host kind of curates the show and asks questions. Understand who this audience is that they're serving and kind of take notes on what is really resonating with the host. What are some of the things that a guest might say? They're like, yep, I really agree with that. That was amazing. Thanks so much for sharing that. But also look for what's lacking. What are some things that are not being talked about? That's not being covered on the podcast. I also like to send an email to the host prior to the scheduling of the recording of the episode to understand a little bit about their audience, where they're at. Are they full-time entrepreneurs? Are they still in jobs? Do they have small teams, big teams? Are they solopreneurs? Are they freelancers? I want to learn as much as possible about who I'm talking to when I'm on the podcast so that I can address their needs. I can talk directly to them and that will really resonate with the audience and feel like, hey, this person is really helpful. Next, if the host doesn't ask for it, make sure you give them your bio and the way you want to be presented. The way you're introduced is really important. It sets up the conversation. It sets up the audience for what's to come and who you are. I like to have a short, brief, but really punchy and interesting bio. I like to tell my story in my bio because it kind of prompts the host to say, hey, let's learn a little bit more about your story, where you came from, how you got here today. And that leads me to the next point. In most podcast interviews, people are going to want to know your backstory. They're going to want to know how you got to where you are today, what events shaped who you are right now. So you need to really master telling your story. What I did is I actually early on in my career about a decade ago, I crafted, actually written down my story and then I edited it, I edited it and then I memorized this one minute story about my journey. I wanted to be super clear. I wanted it to be punchy. I wanted to make sure that it's effective. It's maybe even a little funny. I don't want to um and ah, I don't want to pause and think. This should come very naturally and sound incredibly professional. So I want to make sure that I know my story very well. I can, you know, recite it like my favorite song because I know on every interview I'm going to be asked that. Some hosts will send you the questions before for you to review. Some won't. Some will talk about the topics they're going to review. Some won't. For those who don't do that, who don't send you any questions in advance, your job then is to listen to the podcast and listen to what kind of questions they ask. Sometimes they ask the same kinds of questions. Sometimes they're the same segments. Many shows have like a lightning round at the end of the episode, like five quick rapid fire questions. Make sure you know those questions and make sure you have answers for them beforehand. This is going to save you a lot of headaches and make you come off really professional. Now, a lot of people ask me, Omar, how do I not be nervous? How can I be myself? How can I have fun? Well, there's one technique that I learned actually from reading Matthew McConaughey's book, 
green lights. And he has this concept that's called default funny. And the concept is you should always try to use humor and laughter in your life, in your speech, in your conversations. This will make you feel comfortable, but it'll also make the host feel comfortable. And it'll loosen things up a little bit. I like to have a little bit of humor or a joke or a little bit of self-deprecation every five minutes or so in the conversation. It could be something subtle. It could be something funny. It could be a story that's hilarious. But people enjoy themselves when they laugh, when they see the person's not taking themselves too seriously, when they're being entertained. I'm not saying you have to do a stand-up set, but I'm also saying this is not a job interview, okay? Have fun. Just like when you see celebrities, they go on an interview show like The Late Show Are they all prim and proper and serious? No, they're making jokes. They're making fun of themselves. They're having fun. They're going back and forth with the host. Pretend you're like hosting a dinner and you're entertaining your guests. If this doesn't come naturally to you, then prepare a few funny quips or funny elements of your story. It could just be the delivery of the message you're making or what you name your strategies or whatever it is. The point here is is that loosen up, have fun, because if you're having fun, the host is going to have fun and so are the listeners. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from Siemens. Climate change, urbanization, and rising geopolitical tension are amongst the vast list of challenges we face today. Businesses have had to adapt to this ever-changing world to be more flexible, resilient, and innovative. Siemens Accelerator is a single digital platform and enables you to accelerate your digital transformation fast, easily, and at scale. The open business platform features a curated portfolio of IoT-connected hardware and software, a growing powerful ecosystem of partners, and a marketplace. Find out how Siemens Accelerator can benefit your business digital transformation at Siemens.com accelerator. All right, now you have done the interview. What I like to do is I ask the host right after we wrap up, how can I help you spread the word about your show? Can you let me know when this publishes? I want to share it in my newsletter, on my social media. It's in my interest to show people that I am adding value to other people, to other networks, to other communities. So I'm happy to do that. But in addition to that, as soon as it's over, as soon as we say goodbye, I hop onto Twitter, I hop onto social media, and I mentioned that I just had a conversation with so-and-so on their podcast. I can't wait for it to come out. Here are some of the highlights that we discussed. Subscribe to the podcast so that when the episode drops, it's right in your feed. I link to the podcast. This is really cool because it allows you to build upon the relationship you have with the host. The host is not expecting this, so they're actually quite surprised. They're actually pleasantly surprised. And like, they're going to give a little extra care maybe to your episode. They're going to do a little extra marketing. They'll be more inclined to have you on again because you are actually helping them with their show. Also, you want to get people to listen to the episode. So you want to kind of tease them and preview it. Well, there you have it, guys. That's how I get on podcasts, how I like to prepare for a podcast interview and knock it out of the park. It's all about building a relationship with the host of the podcast and understanding that, hey, this is supposed to be a reciprocal uh, relationship. I'm honored that they're having me on the show, so I'm going to do everything I can to promote them and their podcast. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Hit follow, whatever it says, so you get our next episode automatically. We're on every single platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast. Go ahead and do that now. If you don't know how to do that, just go to 100mba.net, and we have some handy buttons that you can click to subscribe on your favorite platform. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. 
I love podcasts because you could build a relationship with an audience very quickly. It's long form, so you have them for like 40 minutes, 50 minutes, even an hour. They get to know you. It really builds that trust and that rapport. And it gives you enough time to really give great value. So set a goal for yourself to get on one podcast a month. Right now, if you're just getting started, it doesn't really matter the size of the audience. Just get the reps in so that you can start to get better. Even a podcast that just launched today. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode for Friday. I'll see you then. Take care.